This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Hillary Clinton has not delivered her concession speech yet. She's now a half hour late for it. We'll uh, get to it and cover it as uh, as we can. We also have I have some things that I I I, I want to warn the left about because they're already starting to walk down this road and they can make things much much worse. Um, and uh, just from a guy who knows and has learned the lesson of the last eight years, please. Give me a chance to speak to you so you don't make the same mistake and divide the nation even further. Um, we have to come together. Some Half the nation is in mourning today. The other half of the nation is... I, I would say the other half is celebrating, but I think there's part of that, that that aren't quite sure. They're hopeful. They're hopeful, but not celebrating. I think that's a good place to be, to be hopeful and not necessarily celebrating. But for those who had a big victory last night, it was colossal. It was huge. And congratulations to President-elect Donald Trump, who is now my president and your president and all of our presidents. And we have to do everything we can to make sure he succeeds if his policies are constitutional and right for America. But we have to wish him well. Um, we'll start with bringing our family back together right now. I will make a stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. Because we have one. I will beat my drum. I have made my choice. We will overcome. Because we are The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn We have, we've heard the America is a dysfunctional family analogy a lot, but if you'll indulge me here for a second, I have, uh, I have some framework here that I would like to share with you um, that I think wraps up the longest and most um, contentious election cycle, at least in my lifetime. I don't know what your family is like, but my family is very dysfunctional. And there are things that we don't agree on. And there are things that we have pounded each other on. And there are old scars and old wounds in our family that go deep. There are deep uh, distrust and misunderstandings and, and, and just there's a lot of problems in our family. But I think that's what every family is like. They're still my family. But for a reason. What we've learned about our family or what we look at, if we look at our family, especially if you have a dysfunctional one, what you can learn from that dysfunctional family may be the secret to healing these bitter divisions that are tearing us apart as a nation. I've shared with you this letter before, a letter from Ronald Reagan to his daughter, Patty. 
Um, he was estranged from Patty. And he writes this beautiful letter and he says, you know, in light of my birthday and all everything that's going on, the song comes to mind as the days dwindle, uh, dwindle uh, by. Um, and dwindled to a, uh, a few cherished days. We, we know what's true. He writes this beautiful letter to her where he says, Patty, can't we come together, please? He, he writes to Patty. Now, I didn't know this, but this over a 20-year period, this is the 14th letter that he wrote to her over a 20-year period. And they were all the same. And every single letter said, please let us put our differences beside. Now, remember, she wrote an autobiography. She tore him apart. She was drugs, alcohol. He never gave up on her. Even though the story goes is that this letter that we have is, was sold for drug money. It was one of the last ones he wrote. A desperate plea. Trying to do anything to have his daughter come back into the family. This letter is really, really touching. They had been estranged for 17 years, and it has a ton of wisdom in it. He starts with a kind word, how much he loves her and misses her. And then he says, can we please come together? And this is now three years before, two years before he's diagnosed with Alzheimer's. He's celebrating his 80th birthday. And he understood that speaking and listening, dialogue, not monologue, is the first step to reconciliation. And that's what he called for. He said, my time to come back together with you is running out. Please, the days are dwindling down to a a sacred few. And he suggests that we come together and we have a conversation. We hear each other out. And he said, even, even if there are differences, does this mean that we, we should abandon one another? He said, and there's always charges and countercharges, but we should listen to each other to see if those charges are even true. Ronald Reagan as a man, not a president, as a dad, understood that reasonable minds will disagree. But he says, even if there are differences, which there will be in every family, and quite honestly, there will be in a country of 320 million people, do they justify the end of a relationship? Can't we disagree without abandoning one another? I'm a pretty flawed guy, and you know that. But I'm a guy who tries to admit my mistakes. And one of my mistakes was while the Trump supporters took Donald Trump seriously, but not literally, I took him literally and not seriously. And he's my president now. And I will support him. But I want to do so and keep my values and the things that I learned from the last presidency I've been trying to bring people together under a banner of shared ideals and principles and values, but I realized that's not, what, that's not how families work. We don't come together necessarily because of shared values and principles. We don't. 
there's something else that comes into play. What is it? It's more than blood. I mean, your family, does your family agree on everything? My family argues a lot. But yet we still come together. Why? Because each member chooses to do so. Because in the end we know these are the people that will be with you for the rest of your life. The last line of the letter that Ronald Reagan wrote to Patty, it's beautiful. Uh, We've posted it at glenbeck.com or soon we'll be posting it. You have to read it. But he says, I remember a little girl that once sat on my lap and asked me to marry her. We have so many shared memories as Americans. What might we conjure up that might help us feel for one another again, despite our differences? It's a choice that each of us have to make. I told you last hour that I made the wrong choice with my grandmother. And I regret it. At least once a week, I think of my grandmother in this way. Just a passing thought. Three years after this letter was sent, Patty reconciled with her dad. He died ten years later. He was already in the throes of Alzheimer's. She remained close to her mom until her mom died 12 years after that. Now, I don't know Patty Davis, but I would imagine she regrets the 20 years she lost with her father and mother. I'm sure she cherishes the 22 years that she would have lost, but decided instead that the differences didn't justify a separation. The reason why I bring this up is today, regardless of who won, we need to listen to one another. I know huge differences exist between us, but they don't justify the bitter divide that is tearing us apart. That's a function of politics. The next time you engage with somebody who you disagree with, Follow the pattern of Ronald Reagan's letter. Start with a kind word and a touch of humility and humanity. Remember that as Americans, we share a common experience and identity. When it comes to the facts, question with boldness. See if every charge or countercharge is true. And if they're If those countercharges aren't true or those charges aren't true, reconcile them. Admit where you were wrong. Ask forgiveness for when you're wrong. And if the differences are there and the countercharges are true and the differences still remain, that's okay. Think long and hard of whether they're so significant that they justify terminating your familial relationship. 
I was helping Rafe memorize some founding quotes, founding father's quotes this weekend. And one was from Ben Franklin that I had never heard. Be slow to make friends, but be slower still to lose one. And we talked about it. And what he meant was, you can't really make a friend in a short period of time. A friend is somebody who is by your side through thick and thin, and you know when it's the worst, they're still there for you. We haven't been that way to each other. How can we possibly say we're friends when we haven't been there for each other? We need to be there. Half the country feels like they've had their teeth kicked in today. But be slower still to lose friends. Meaning, once those people have proven themselves to you, boy, question over and over and over again on why you would say this one point is enough to drive a wedge. Sponsor, this half hour is my Patriot Supply. So what happens next? I don't know, but we'll be fine. It's, it's amazing because the left is now saying so many of the things that we were saying and our worry for the country. And they were talking last night and this morning about economic collapse and the whole, the whole world is crumbling before us. I thought that was crazy talk. Maybe you guys should prepare. Maybe this will be a blessing because now maybe they'll see the possibility of what we've been seeing and say, no, it, it may not all be fine. And maybe they can stock up on food. Right now, my Patriot Supply has a one-year emergency food supply offer exclusive for this program. You buy one year's worth of food at $997. That is a savings of a, about half. It's $800 savings. That is $2.73 a day. A day, not a meal, a day. That's, a, that's less than a dollar per meal. It's insanity. This offer is not going to last long. You'll have food for a whole year for one adult or if you have a family of four, for three months. Call 800-946-2325. 800-946-2325. It doesn't have to be a disaster. It has to be times are tough and I don't have enough money to make it to the grocery store this month. Have it. Have it there. Take this load off your shoulders. Preparewithglenn.com. Order now. Sleep well tonight. Not going to last long. Preparewithglenn.com. 800-946-2325. Preparewithglenn.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. I will be nitro. Mercury. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. 
With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Listening to the Glenn Beck Program. You know what's amazing is we're looking at this uh, concession speech that Hillary Clinton is supposed to be giving here in a few minutes. The amount of people that are crying in the audience is um, is is quite large. We have to have empathy for you know people that we don't understand um, because they this is this is deep, and I have to tell you. The one I really do feel empathy for today, and I can't believe I have so much empathy for her, is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> she has worked her whole life for president. And she thought as of yesterday afternoon, she was going to be the president. I mean, you know, she was with Saul Alinsky from the beginning. And I, I, I am so glad that corruption didn't stand because what brought her down was the corruption yeah that's why i don't I mean, feel a bit bad for her. yeah i don't Not either but i mean i feel bad because bad it's policy. a bad it's She's a bad yeah i know i know i know person i mean i know i know i know i mean i mean it is a weird I'm thing the, to think about i'm the head of the anti benghazi fan club i know, I know. um but uh, it just as a person this this moment is really hard for her yeah, um, we wait another. Uh, she's done. She's seventy. She's done. Yeah, she's yeah. This she's, is it. Uh, we have to wait for Chelsea to to run to get another Clinton. Please no. Um, one weird weird thing. We won't know the res, the results here uh, for a little while. But if you t- combine the 2012 and 2016 election, all the candidates, Donald Trump will likely have the fourth highest popular vote, vote total. The fourth. Wow. Behind Barack Obama, Mitt Romney. Hillary Clinton, and he would finish fourth out of those two elections. Well, but I mean, the population has also expanded greatly. I mean, right, but that should be in his favor. That should be in Trump's favor. It was 2012 to 2016. The 2012 votes are more, there were more votes in 2012 for these candidates. So far, it's close. 60, 65, or 66 million for Obama, 60.9 million for Romney, um, uh, 59.4 million for Hillary, 59.2 million for Trump. As of right now, now some more votes will trickle in. They may wind up passing uh, Romney. It's going to be very close. And that's because Gary Johnson, uh, by the way, picked up about 4 million votes, which is four times what any libertarian has ever received. And that's not nothing. I mean, that's a, you know, it's th- a big deal. It's a big deal for them. I think there is some threshold of 3% where they're able to get ballot access and such. So there could be, that's a positive for them. So it looks like a vote for Evan McMullen was a vote for Evan McMullen, but a <laughs> yes. a vote for Gary Johnson or a very a vote for Jill Stein was a vote yeah. for Donald Trump. A vote for Donald Trump. Oh, a vote for Gary Gary. I know, I know, but I'm yes. just saying the Never Trumpers had no effect on this, and Donald Trump said this from the beginning, and he was right. Yeah, he said he didn't. I don't us. need. I don't need right. you. I don't need your audience. I don't. And if, if I'll go a step further, I don't want your audience. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Um, but he, while everybody was screaming at us, he didn't. Right, to his credit, he didn't need it, and he he won without it. Now, it's the interesting thing looking at this election, a lot of people are talking about how he he activated this vote that had never been heard from before. 
the statistics don't necessarily prove that out. As I pointed out, he finished fourth in popular vote. Um, and so he, it wasn't like he had some incredible popular vote showing, um, but he was able to get the votes in the right places. And one of the things that was the issue, and, and we've talked about it several times as we went through all of our election segments, first of all, the FBI thing was a big factor here. Um, but secondly, the Hispanic vote, which was very activated and, 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 and did not vote for Donald Trump in large numbers, that was that helped her in the popular vote, but it was centralized in two states largely that were not swing states, California and Texas. So she picked up tons of votes in those two states from Hispanic voters. But, uh, you know, it didn't matter because she didn't get those votes. Those weren't they weren't spread out enough to help her with the Electoral College. Um, and they are going to come after that Electoral College, man, a hard. They already hated it. Yeah. And now this is two well, elections direct, out of five. They want direct democracy. As soon as you have direct direct democracy, the republic is over. You can't have direct democracy. You can't. That's, I mean, our founders spent a decade trying to figure out why things failed. And it's why our system has lasted far longer than any republic. But again, that's why they keep referring to it as a democracy. Democracy, 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 over and over and over. Not a direct. That into people's heads so they'll accept it. Right, because they never work. They always fail because majority rules is not a good idea. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Uma walked out to the speech here and got a standing ovation in the room. She should have thrown Uma. her out of the room. I'm it was surprised. And Anthony Weiner, that I mean, it wasn't her fault. It was you know, the, you know, the Weinergate part 19 uh, that certainly hurt them <laughs> with the FBI. But yeah, they gave her a standing ovation. And uh, yay, you've got a dirt big husband. Yay. Hang on, hang on. We have not even done the Happy Days theme. Oh my gosh. Uh, but right up. Next to Hillary Clinton's uh, concession speech, I think we need something a little, a little more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right. Now that she's, as she's riding off into the sunset, this is no. It's a little more no pack, great. Yeah. Subtle Happy Days version for a little more subtle feeling today. Yeah, you know to. Slightly tempered mood. And we thought we'd pick an artist that she would like. Right. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, Tim Kaine just spoke. He got a standing ovation, and I don't know if he's still speaking. Um, the, the, this audience is in absolute shock. No doubt about that. They are in shock. And um, today is the day that we actually have the chance to be better people and, uh, and reach out to our friends who were expecting uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Clinton, I know I was, and assure them that well, he's, you know, he's not crazy, and if he is crazy, 
you'll stand against crazy. You'll stand against crazy. Uh, because they don't see that. They don't understand this at all. At all. Um, I was on NBC last night with Chuck Todd and Tom Brokaw, and they asked, so, you know, what does this mean? Where's this coming from? And uh, Chuck Todd had already said it right before they introduced me, which I thought was amazing. Um, they, they, um, they said, um, Chuck said, you know, the problem is we didn't, we, we, we didn't listen to the people in the center of the country. We don't know who they are. We don't know who they are. That's, that's right. That's true. And if they don't, you know, can we play that clip of Van Jones? Mm-hmm. Last night, Van Jones had been Mr., you know, come together and, and peaceful when they thought they were going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to win. It's when you think you're going to lose that, that you know, kind of says everything. Or if you have lost, that says everything about how you act. This is when they knew they were losing last night. But there's another side to this. People have talked about a miracle. Uh, I'm hearing about a nightmare. Uh, it's hard to be a parent tonight for a lot of us. Uh, you tell your kids, don't be a bully. You tell your kids, I agree. don't be a bigot. I agree. You tell your kids, do your homework I agree. and be prepared. And then you have this outcome, and you have people putting children to bed tonight, and they, they're afraid of breakfast. They're afraid of, how do I explain this to my children? I have Muslim friends who are texting me tonight saying, should I leave the country? Stop. I have. Stop, uh, stop, stop. Anyone believe stop. that? I do believe that. I do believe that. I mean, they might be afraid, but they shouldn't be. They should. Right. right. But it's not going to round by, up but, all by, Wait, wait, wait. But country. by rolling our eyes at them hmm. and saying, oh, please, come on. That's what they did to us. This is what Donald Trump has said. And if you take him literally and not seriously, you are afraid. So we need to say to those people, and especially the Trump supporters and Donald Trump, need to say to those people, guys, if he, if he did that, I would be standing with you. Although he never said, in fairness, Donald Trump never said, I'm going to get all Muslims out of America. No. He said he was going to stop the new ones from coming in. Yes. And especially so, from nations that are... So all I'm saying is you can understand... You can understand why some people are afraid. Quite honestly, I'll I'll be straight up. Donald Trump, through mediators, and uh, Bannon, through mediators, have sent the message to me that they will work relentlessly, win or lose, to put me out of business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, was that a campaign thing or is that real? Because quite honestly, I'm concerned about my livelihood, my freedom of speech. He has said that he is going to put libel laws in place that will super uh, uh, circumvent the First Amendment. What is he going to do with members of the press? What is he going to do with people who stand against him? I don't know. I don't know. If we take him at his word last night. If we take him at his word last night, we're good. Now, people will roll their eyes and go, oh, come on, he's not going to do that. Okay. But put yourself in my shoes when you've been told by a guy who has this record, that's concerning. Yeah, but that's, that's the way because he did say what you're nervous about. He did not say what Van Jones is talking about. I know that. 
I know that. So it's a little bit anyway, different, so, but it gets but, worse with uh, Jones yeah, here. Yeah, go ahead. Families of immigrants that are terrified tonight. Again, he didn't say he was going to round up. This was many things. I, 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 this was this. a this rebellion where... against the elites. True. It was a complete reinvention of, of, of politics and polls. It's true. But it was also something else. We've talked about race. I mean, we've talked about everything but race tonight. We've talked about income. We've talked about class. We've talked about region. We haven't talked about race. This was a white lash. A white lash. White, white lash. Yeah. A white Stop lash. It. <laughs> Stop it. I, you just told me I should just dismiss it. I know. I mean, it's hard. I, I, it's, it's hard, hard not to. I understand, you know, but I mean, it's, it's just tough. But to here she is. Okay, Hillary Clinton has just walked on stage, and she looks good. She's wearing uh, purple uh, very regal looking. Um, it's a less mild looking outfit. Than it she is a less very nice, recently. very nice. So yeah. let's let's listen in to Hillary Clinton. A retirement home. <laughs> she says in the speech, she's good. It's a way forward. She looks rested. She looks sincerely yeah. happy. She got plenty of sleep last night. She didn't get up. To- the speech now. She does look happy. She does. She looks sincerely happy. But, I mean, it's over. Her job, though, right? Thank I mean, you. right. We're all happy it's over, but I mean, it's her job to come out there and not be sobbing, right? Correct. That's her gig. That's hard, though, after a lifetime. Oh, sure. Bill doesn't look as happy right behind her. No. His expression. He, he doesn't look very happy. Bill's they have to go, you know, get on the tandem bike now at the <laughs> Sun City. I was hoping to be back at the East Wing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very rowdy group. All right. Shut up. Let her talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for being here. And I love you all, too. Um, Last night, I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for. And I'm sorry that we did not win this election for the values we share and the vision we hold for our country. But I feel, I feel pride and gratitude for this wonderful campaign that we built together. This vast, diverse, creative, unruly, energized campaign. You represent the best of America, and being your candidate has been one of the greatest honors of my life. I almost believe you. I do believe you. Usually she doesn't have a reason to lie. Lie, but doesn't need one. But I know how disappointed you feel because I feel it too, and so do tens of millions of Americans who invested their hopes and dreams in this effort. This is painful, and it will be for a long time. (laughs) But I want you to remember this: our campaign was never about one person or even one election. It was about the country we love and about building an America that's hopeful, inclusive, and big-hearted. We have seen that our nation is more deeply divided (laughs) than we thought. 
But I still believe in America, and I always, I always will. will. And if you do, then we must accept this result and then look to the future. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. No kidding. Our constitutional democracy enshrines Mm -hmm. the peaceful transfer of power. This is working the way the founders foresaw it. And we don't just respect that. Thank God. We cherish it. It also enshrines other things. This is why we have peaceful transitions every time. The principle that we are all equal in rights and dignity, freedom of worship and expression. We respect and cherish these values, too, and we must defend them. Amen. I agree with him. Now, and, and let me add, our constitutional democracy demands our participation, not just every four years, but all the time. So let's do all we can to keep advancing the causes and values we all hold dear. Making our economy work for everyone, not just those at the top. Protecting our Good country and protecting our planet. And breaking down all the barriers that hold any American back from achieving their dreams. We've spent a year and a half bringing together millions of people from every corner of our country to say with one voice that we believe that the American dream is big enough for everyone, for people of all races and religions, for men and women, for immigrants, for LGBT people, and people with disabilities, for everyone. Except the unborn. It's amazing. I think this is the outfit she was going to wear last night because yeah. it's beautiful and um, so now, it, very, very regal and almost looks like a tuxedo in a way. Is to keep doing our part to build but it has that purple better, lapels stronger, on it. fairer America we seek. And I know you will. The combination of red and blue. I am so grateful to stand with all of you. I want to thank Tim Kaine and Ann Holton for being our partners. On this journey. It has been a joy getting to know them better, and it gives me great hope and comfort to know that Tim will remain on the front lines of our democracy oh, representing true. Virginia in the Senate. Me too. Mm. Yes, me too. I'm really strengthened and bolstered by that. Oh, yeah. To Barack and Michelle Obama, our country owes you an enormous debt of gratitude. No. Say no on that. No. They owe us an apology and the Constitution. All right. right. We have one day. We, We thank you for your graceful, determined leadership that has meant so much to so many Americans and people across the world. And to Bill and Chelsea, Mark, Charlotte, Aiden, our brothers and our entire family, my love for you means more than I can ever express. 
You crisscrossed this country on our behalf and lifted me up when I needed it most. Even yeah, four-month-old Aiden, Stop. who traveled with his mom. I will always be grateful to the creative, talented, dedicated men and women at our headquarters in Brooklyn and across our country. There you go. There it is. There it is. Hillary Clinton and her uh, concession speech. It honestly makes you proud to be an American. It does. It does. It does. That's the way it's yep. supposed to work. That's the way it does work. That's the way it's worked Hold every up. single time. Now, other than the Civil War. We said earlier today we were going to get rid of all of the, purge the audio vault of all of the Trump stuff and start fresh now that he's president. So the process has already all, begun. Already begun. We're already up to purging of uh, to over 200 sound bites. Pat said to wow. me, uh, how should I take out the Hillary? And I said, no, we're going to ceremonially retire those on Friday. <laughs> now this, Liberty Safe. Gun sales are growing at an incredible rate. If you own guns, do what I do, and I protect them in a Liberty Safe. Tanya and I have um, <clears throat> Liberty Safe. We have one uh, up at the ranch, too, a, a really great Liberty Safe, just a gun safe. <clears throat> but we put everything... Um, a value in them, not just guns, rare items. Um, uh, you know, we put the pictures of our family um, in them. Do your own homework. You will find that Liberty makes great safes, and they're number one in America for a reason. Um, because they all come with a lifetime warranty. Their customer service is number one, and you're just not getting in or getting away with a Liberty safe. Right now, you can save up to $250 off <clears throat> when you buy a Liberty safe. Go to LibertySafe.com, use the promo code BECK. Discounts are automatic and matching mail-in rebate is also offered for the best-built safe on the planet, bar none. Go to LibertySafe.com, type in the code name BECK, LibertySafe, code name BECK. Glenn Beck Program. 888-727-BECK. Mercury. Is the Glenn Beck program? I will. I will tell you that you can say whatever you want about the Clintons, but I have talked to people who are close to the Clintons, and they tell me the same thing. They are in a. In, and this is weird to say, but they're madly in love with each other. <laughs> I agree with that. Pat I does do not, not believe. Yeah, Pat does I, not. I have heard that. You know what from they're madly close in love friends. with? Power. They're madly in love with I don't power know. and being in I mean, the White House. That's what I they're think they are with. too. But I, I think genuinely he is genuinely sorry, <laughs> not because of the loss of power or anything else, but That's because funny. of it was her dream to be there. Yeah. I think they. I think he loves her and she loves him even more. No way. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program. Mercury. 